This week on Dr. Drew After Dark. Dude, when it pops, it smells like an abattoir. It's like a fire at the puppy mill. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Doctor? It's terrible. <laughs> so it was a lot easier when I was eating out of dumpsters to be like, we gotta burn the banks. Oh. <laughs> and so, you have a hot voice and you don't come <laughs> quick. I mean, you sound like a slam dunk. <laughs> but so let's not talk about anarchy okay, on this fun flavors. podcast. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, welcome everybody. Dr. Drew After Dark, 818-253-1693 and drdrewafterdark at gmail.com for the great emails you send me. And uh, as you've noticed, we've taken a lot of live calls, so look for the uh, shout out for that. Uh, Booth Boys are in the house, and uh, they put out a great shout out recently. <laughs> told boys? people just F and call, right? And yeah. they did. They're calling. And so yeah. we got a bunch of calls up here. My guest today is the comedian Sam Talent. He's also, in addition to being a comedian, host of a Chubby Behemoth podcast and novelist, uh, Running the Light. Tell me about that. That's about an old broken down, drug dependent, sex obsessed comedian doing seven days on the road. Oh, so it's an autobiography? It's, it's everything I fear becoming. Yeah. It's a pre memoir. Yeah. Prequel. Yeah. It's easy to write what you're terrified of becoming. So. Wow. I, it's yeah. going to be a, a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. It got option and now it's uh, there's it's a amazing. script. Yeah. It's pretty cool for a self published literary novel. Wow. I, I saw some glowing reviews from Stanhope and I thought, no, oh, that's pretty high, high praise. Yeah. He doesn't tell any lies. No. <laughs> He does yeah, not. Yeah. I, I, you know, I have a funny stand-up story. He, um, he called me or wrote me or something, emailed me and asked me to do a forward on like this. Remember his last book or the one before? Yeah. And I, I literally thought I was being parked. I go, do you? What about your friend? Uh, Depp? Doesn't he? You're doing, do you get Johnny <laughs> yeah. Depp to write it for you? Why are you right. asking me? And he was like, No, no, what you're doing? And I, I thought, Okay, great. And I read it and. God, if he'd written that in 1965, it would have been Jack Kerouac. Oh, or, yeah. Or worse. It would have been uh, Fear and Loathing. Yeah, exactly. It, but uh, but Fear and Loathing was volume down compared yeah. to Doug. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with I, those guys only wish they lived on Doug Hans Stanhope's life. Yeah, he's, he lives in like, he occupies the beat gonzo Venn diagram space. But the one that's like seems like he I, he scares me as a friend. I, oh yeah, I, it's like he's he's like skating the edge of survival. I don't know how he lives, man. All he does is drink vodka and eat caviar. <laughs> that's, so, and those are all his and, nutrients. And, and get involved with people that are you know problematic and stuff. Yeah, and, and uh, he's so loyal to stuff. a fault. He he is one of the most extraordinary humans I know. Oh God! Yeah, he, he put my book on. He like told talked about it and had me down to his compound. Oh good! And he was calling me, and I went down and lived with him for a month. And it was like, oh my God, Doug Stanhope oh, likes so me. You, you got to meet his wife, and oh yeah, she's lovely. Yeah, lovely. but then now two and a half years later, he'll call me, and I'll be like, oh, all right, I'll get back to you. Oh. You know, <laughs> it's like I don't have an hour and a half to oh, hear about no. some road comedian from 1988 right now, Doug. <laughs> Oh, no. Because I'm like 35 and he'll always be like, do you know Danny Rabito? <laughs> and it's like, no, of course not. <laughs> He's the best. He's the greatest. But, and but he, you know, it, and his life 
is he lives it. You know what yeah. I mean? He's he lives what oh, he yeah. you know, and it's scary and dangerous to me yes, as, as somebody who cares about him. <laughs> yeah. But as a physician <laughs> and, and as a physician, but yeah. I I'm not gonna take I wouldn't take it away from him. You know no. what I mean? When he's ready, like Steve O used to live like that, and he, I always go, dude, you're gonna you're because I, I really worried Steve O was gonna die. Yeah, and uh, he goes, oh well, I'll get sore when I'm ready. I'm nothing nothing you can do right. as a friend. You just gotta wait. And uh, he was as good as his word. When the time came, he he got with it. From what I've heard, so, Doug is no longer on the sauce or smoking cigs. Just doing that on his own, or is he doing yeah, some treatment? Yeah. Or just uh, he had to. He couldn't just go cold I turkey. Think? Yeah, those withdrawals are wow. dangerous. But I think he had some kind of tapering situation. All right, good yeah. for him. Yeah. I, I just hope that he stays safe and well. That's all. So. Yeah, yeah. I well, mean, when he does die, it'll be a great funeral. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be a hell of a party, man. <laughs> All the freaks will come let's out let, to the desert. Let it go as long as possible yes, before that should sure. happen. Yeah. Speaking of dying, waiting for death to claim us. You can get that uh, on Amazon. You're such a pro, Doc. Comedy special on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, and what else? Did we correct? Did I get everything else? I mean, touring all over the world, man. How did yeah. you end up touring the world? Just, I've been doing it for 15 years. I came in to stand up from like hardcore, like DIY punk. So I learned how to book everything myself. Wait, wait. Tell me more about that. Punk stand-up or punk music no like punk rock like i was a drummer in a bunch of hardcore bands oh no shit is yeah. that how you got involved with uh, loveline and, and all that you said i you got listened. involved in loveline because i was a 13 year old with an erect penis yes, you like yes. listening to adults talk to yes. children <laughs> that was that was a horny time for me doctor <laughs> i mean i don't know how many times i fell asleep with you talking to like a 17 year old who's like i just can't quit giving head and i was like very good where do you live <laughs> i can help you solve this problem <laughs> <laughs> it was invaluable to me and the uh, the people who called it. <laughs> and, and were you in Los Angeles area? You, no, was, no. This I was in uh, in Colorado. I grew up in Eastern Colorado. So you're still in Colorado. Yeah. Now yeah. I live in Northern Colorado, where my wife uh, has a job at the hospital. And so yeah, I was in bands, and I like lived in communes, and you know was How like a very self described like anarchist. <laughs> oh, anarchist. Took himself very seriously. <laughs> Yeah. So I just interviewed Michael Malice a couple times, and uh, oh, yeah. he, he's a in, he's an anarchist, and mm-hmm. he is he's refined my understanding of what that is. I, d- I didn't quite get it. Yeah, there's a lot of I mean, it's a different version. Let's flavors. not talk about anarchy okay, on this fun flavors. podcast. Okay. <laughs> well, anarchy <laughs> might be the way out of some of the shit we're dealing with. Well, you know, like minded individuals solving problems. In communal groups, what's it, wrong with that? Right, what's wrong with that? that I, I've come to understand that there's a there's a version where it's a, more of a libertarian kind of a thing almost. There's yeah. just problems of scale, you know? The yes. trappings of modern life don't really allow for that kind of life to exist. Yes, interesting. And also now I have money. <laughs> so it was a lot easier when I was eating out of dumpsters to be like, we got to burn the banks. Oh. And, so, and so how did you get into comedy? How did that happen? Uh, I started doing improv when I was 18, mm-hmm. and then I would do improv, and then I would move to upstate. New York and be in the band and then I would move back and do I started stand up and it all worked out gosh I have certainly punk bands I have known I've known many yeah got thrown up on by Fletcher from Pennywise wow that's good why is that not in your bio it should be on my I bet it's I bet it's on my Wikipedia page Wikipedia it was a famous incident uh and then he came back to apologize years later we are friends now Mm mm-hmm and uh, he got, again, just so wasted. He got kind of loopy and uh, wanted to take us to Poo City instead of vomiting on us. Oh. 
We we didn't go to Poopa City, suffice to say, but what we a got close. Way to put getting defecated upon. Yes, <laughs> yes, or thrown at, like like sort of you want to toss dung prim, primate style. Yeah, that's where we were going. Far damn, shit. dude! What a life you've lived. Yeah, sir. so I, so I came over here to talk more brown and white over yes. here at your mom's house. Uh, so <laughs> eating so, your shit. Do you want to promote any dates or anything or websites or? Uh, you can find all my dates on my website, samtalent.com. You can also buy my novel there, samtalent.com. T A L L and I'll send you a signed copy in the mail. Fuck Amazon. Buy it from me. There you go. How about that? Mm -hmm. uh, let us go to some calls. Ready for this? I'll put these on. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this is, uh, this again is Matthew. Hey, Matthew, you're on with me and Sam Talent. Hello. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. What's up? Um, so I have a JME, which is Junior Myoclonic Epilepsy. Hmm. Um, I've had for pretty much my whole uh, life. I mean, well, since I was like 16 and uh, they're all grand mal seizures, unfortunately. And uh, the doctor, my doctors have, uh, you know, thrown some pretty heavy medication on me and, you know, lucky for me, it's put my seizures under control. But um, with that, it's also pretty much, knocked out my ability to have any kind of, you know, maintain an erection for a very long time. How so, old are you now? Um, I am 32. Okay. Uh, and what are the meds? Uh, I have their benzo, I have benzodiazepine. So I have clonazepam is the, is the big one. Yeah. I also have, uh, zinisamide, um, and, uh, topramite, some some other ones as well. Topiramate. So you're on like four four different anti seizure meds, and that's uh, something yep. you are stuck with, I'm afraid, because uh, generalized seizure is not something you want. Sam, and want to first crack at this? I think that uh, I, I feel for you, Matthew, but I think that what you're thinking of is a weakness is actually a strength. Um, you should be using these seizures to make love with. Oh, you can so become be, an erratic jackhammer. Be interesting, right? Yeah, just turn on the strobe light, yeah. put the meds down. There's and probably just... a whole line of porn in this, in this oh, area. Yeah. There's got to be, right? It's... You can really freak that pussy out, brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, maybe you don't need the meds. I, I love the optimism. Yeah. And, and by Again, the way, I'm not a doctor either, sir. And, and by the way, before the show, Sam's like, are we, are, this is not a silly show, is it? And Sam going in hard right at the beginning. <laughs> I'm the hamburger. <laughs> You are the you are the Gainsburger. <laughs> yeah. So so Matthew, what about things like um, Viagra or Cialis, those sorts of medications? Have you tried that stuff? I have, and it, and it really it did not connect with me, and it didn't really do anything because uh, this medication has also kind of really just kind of emotionally affected me as well. Like sometimes I just Jeez. really haven't felt anything. Yeah, you don't have any and sex drive. Recently. Um, recently I tried, uh, mushrooms and it, Boy. I, I actually started feeling emotions for like the first time I felt like in a long time, yeah. which was really an insane feeling. Mm. Um, and it, it's wild that these drugs kind of like mask, like just everything. I, I just don't feel anything. I know. Yeah. I know. This is, how, this is how drug addicts feel when they're going through life, but they, they want to feel this way. In your case, you don't want to feel like that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, have you talked to your, your neurologist about this? So this is a, another unfortunate thing. Uh -oh. um, 
My neurologists, uh, they're very standoffish and they really just, you know, every time I bring up like, hey, what can we do to figure this out? Um, they're just always like, well, Matthew, you're blessed to, you know, you know, be seizure free. There's no point of, you know, trying to, you know, figure this, you know, to, to try and get, you know. That sounds awful. Is, is, oh, do, you, do you have a general doctor? Yeah. I, I do, um, and um, I, I'm actually going to see a new one because I have new insurance. All right, good. Um, so Did somebody should I'm help bring you. it up again. I mean, but I, I, at very minimum, they need to they need to take this seriously. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you're being blown off is disturbing to me, and I understand that they're frustrated and they don't feel they can do much, and it's sort of well, it's better than the seizing. I'm not sure. It, you know, you have to have a life worth living at a certain point, and there should be a way to dial down something. To give you a little bit back, it seems to me. How much clonopin are you on? Um, I take it how uh, mu- how much? three times a day. What's the dose? Uh, one, I take uh, point, point 0.5 three times a day. Oh, that's um, not too bad. It's uh, still like benzos yeah. really mute your sex drive. They do. Uh, as someone who's used them to fly, you get off that plane, and I'm not hard for 12 hours. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm a beacon of health, so there might be other. And in constant erections. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just rock hard ditch diggers down there. <laughs> But yeah, and I can't imagine how exacerbated that is by these other three medicines. Yeah, I mean, it sounds. It's just I. I'm sorry, Matthew. I don't have any good. You're you're a complicated situation. You are lucky to be seizure free, but at a certain point, your doctors have to address quality of life in addition to living seizure free. And, uh, and however they go about that, they they've got to pay attention to it. And there's you know obviously if they can dial some of these things down if that's possible then maybe some of these medications will take effect and you can you know in terms of having feelings i mean oh, it's so hard to you know if you at least have libido i mean at least that maybe that would be sort of a middle ground uh, sort of for this well, yeah, if you can't even mask that lack of emotion with, uh, you know, wanton sex, then really, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point? Yeah, just carry a wooden spoon with you, brother. <laughs> uh, Wyatt, what's going on? Hey, man, I've just uh, got another delayed ejaculation question. Like, is there any remedies to help with it or anything? Hey, quit complaining. <laughs> so yeah, all, all the all the all the rapid ejaculators are jealous. So. Yeah, how dare you? So. Uh, <laughs> So how bad it's is it? Awful, man. Like, I've, man, I've only finished like a handful of times, and I've mm. not only toot my own horn, but been around. Kind how of. about when you're by? <laughs> so. Maybe you should be tooting your own horn more. <laughs> Maybe you should learn to <laughs> what gets you off, man. <laughs> what about when you're by yourself? I don't know, man. Every time I'm actually pretty good. And it's shorter, a shorter period. Uh, I'm guessing it's relatively short. No, it's still pretty long. But okay. Still. Is there a way you can incorporate that behavior into the interpersonal space? Yes, I've tried, and that's like pretty much the only time I've ever actually finished. Okay, like so, it doesn't happen. So the like, thing about delay, ever. yeah, the thing about delay is, of course, you know, make sure there's nothing urologically going on. Make sure your testosterone levels are normal, that sort of thing. Uh, make sure you're healthy, which I'm, I suspect you are. The, other, the, the really only solution I've ever seen that people find satisfactory is sort of working it out as a couple. 
Like it, it's gonna if you're with a new partner, it's just gonna be delayed. It's just the way it is. At a very minimum, you can expect to maybe do something by working on yourself a little bit, which may or may not work for your partner. But when you're in a longer term relationship, you'll figure this out. You will figure out how to how to sort of manage this together. Also, maybe having sex with more sexually attractive people. Uh-oh. If you're if you're Uh-oh. if you're banging freaks and uggos, Wyatt, maybe that's the issue. I don't know. Uggos, uggos, uh, sure, yeah. You. I mean, no offense, Wyatt. I, who knows? <laughs> uh, you sound like you have a hot voice, but you have a hot voice and you don't come quick. I mean, you sound like a slam dunk. <laughs> but. <laughs> But you well, get, I, trust you, me, man. I wish the remedy was a smoke show, but it's definitely not like. Yeah, I know. It's it's a like, very. Maybe how. Look, we had we have okay. um, we have a member of the community here that was suffering from this, and how did yeah, he, he's I had exactly like Potter. Yeah, and Potter has been having some success lately, right? The dog, you're just nodding your head. Tell me more. I, I don't know what happened. I just heard he was doing better. What did he get corrected uh, lenses? <laughs> uh, he he's now able to, as far as I could tell, you know get things done i feel like we got to get him in here and and maybe give a report for guys like wyatt sure yeah he yeah. was because uh, potter was worse love, like, short video on it. <laughs> do a video. we can do that <laughs> thanks wyatt but yeah i get, no i mean i can't what more can we do i have no um, empathy for him doctor no i have full <laughs> empathy for wyatt but but he, uh, we need to get Potter in here to see what you know, because Potter was even worse than this guy was, and how he yeah. was able to get. Th- and I gave Potter the same same kind of advice. And last time I talked to him, I think what he said was he had worked it out with a particular partner. Mm-hmm. And so it's again that's that same phenomenon. You have to kind of work it out together. But I'm he didn't tell me specifically what they were doing. Uh, I think they were having sex. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> that's very <laughs> clinical. Thank you. <laughs> Case closed. Yeah. I now I understand. Uh, he, I wonder. I'm going to ask a goofy question. Would he call in right right now? You he's probably at the sports book right, right now. Uh-huh. What's yeah. that? He'd probably answer the phone. Unlikely. How do I? Can I? Can, oh, can he call into the live show? Like right uh, now? Yeah. Would he? he could. Could yeah. somebody text him? And, yeah. Give Give me. Give me a. Give me a couple minutes. Yeah. Because since that's a topic here, I'd like to get the remedy uh, sort of, you know, on the same program. Uh, oh my gosh, we have so. Oh, this is interesting. This is Tina. Here we go. She's from up your way a little bit, in yeah. Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Tina. Hi. Hi, Dr. James. Hi, Sam. Hello, Tina. How are you? I am super groovy. How are you guys today? Super groovy, also. Yeah, yeah. So I love you're, it. You're on hallucinogens. <laughs> Very good, Tina. <laughs> she's in Casper, Wyoming. What are you going to do? Oh, beautiful. Oh, I don't know if she's I'm in not in Casper, oh. but close. Where are you? Close. Gillette, Rock Springs, Evanston? I- Jackson. I'm in Laramie. Laramie. Oh, okay, cool. I live in Fort Collins. I've been up there. Right on. Yeah, Fort Collins is pretty cool. So what's up? Enough rapport building, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> Down to the business. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> what's going All right. On? So here's what's wrong. So just a little bit of context about me just to give you help with this. Um, so I have surgically diagnosed endometriosis. Sometimes that's kind of hard for people to... So diagnose, I've been told you have to actually like go in to see. So I confirmed you have that. So my doctor and I, um, she put me on the Marina IUD mm-hmm. and a drug called Orlissa. Mm-hmm. So I'm essentially in like a medically induced menopause, uh, menopause yeah, in my 30s, yeah. um, which is rad because yeah. no periods. I love that. But um, what I've noticed since I've been on the drug, and I don't seem to be taken seriously about it, it's not that concerning, but anytime I'm in the mood, I get cramps. And that's like not very comfortable for me. And I don't know every, I've tried to express this to my gynecologist and she said that 
there's just it just seems like with endometriosis you're going to cramp all the time anyways but i don't have them all the time it's just when i'm well, turned well, on and just, i was wondering yeah if there's oh sorry go, go ahead. ahead finish please that's what Wyatt well, says. <laughs> dumb me. I was just wondering if there's like some sort of internal biological response that we don't normally notice as women. Like there's obviously outward signs when you're yes. turned on. Yes. Um, but like, is it just my organs being like, I'm ready for that gush or like, and I just notice <laughs> oh, it more Lord. because of my circumstances? Or <laughs> this is a family show. Too, ready man. for that gush. Good for her. <laughs> so, so. Wow. Well, I know. Doing? And family's got to know, man. Yeah. <laughs> you called your mom's house. That's the deal. Uh, so... Y- <laughs> The answer is yes, of course, uh, that there is a change in blood flow to the whole region as it's preparing for the gush, as you say, as, as the, the whole thing requires, right? You have uh, secretions, you have increased blood flow, you have lymphatic changes, you have changes in the tone of the musculature down there. Don't look so, at me. I don't know what goes on. It's a lot. A lot's going on. And, 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 and so if you have endometriosis, and I'm actually trying to think about how the marina or one of the progesterones may be adding to this too, uh, but I, and mm-hmm. is the cramping up in the, in the sort of the... It's not in the midline. It's on the side, sort of, low down. Is that where the cramping is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where you're in. Well, me. no, it's, I mean, it, yeah, yeah, it's, it's lower. It's not in my back, so like a menstrual cramp. It's, yeah, it's definitely like in a lower area. For but sure. not in the middle, but on the sides, like both hip sides. flexor issues? Yeah. No, no yeah. this is the endometriosis. Okay. And so, you know, <laughs> when, the, when the the flood comes in, the blood <laughs> flows in there, there's a little more sort of potential for inflammation or activity you know endometrial you know endometriosis is literally lining of the uterus outside the uterus yeah. and it can start mm-hmm. to you know become more inflamed I'm glad hers is confirmed because a lot of women just claim that. That's like stolen valor for girls now. Well, it's, it's it 100% is, and I kick them in the chest every time I hear that. That's what you had do. Surgery, you don't get to say it. You are from Wyoming. <laughs> no, no I, I wouldn't be that harsh, personally. I, what, what I don't like... No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm furious. <laughs> what, what, what I don't like, though, is when doctors work patients up for multiple problems. And endometriosis yeah. is one of them, and cystitis, you know, interstitial cystitis, and all these sort mm-hmm. of vague syndromes that, unless you prove them the way the way Tina's been through them, you can just label people with that, mm-hmm. and you're going from one to the next, to the next, to the next, and A, either you didn't prove it, or mm-hmm. B, you did prove it and didn't really see it, but are calling it that because the person has specific pelvic right. pain and never asked that person, were you sexually abused when you were a kid? Yeah. Which is usually what sets right. up these unexplained pelvic pain syndromes. Endometriosis is oh. nasty and horrible, and I get how, how miserable it can be, and I'm, I'm glad you're getting it properly treated. The other thing is um, fertility. Have they talked to you about that at all? Yeah, that's the whole point of being on the Marina and the, and the Orlissas, because I, I do, here's how we found out, is I had this melon-sized cyst on my ovary and yeah. I, I went to one doctor and they were like oh you're just constipated it's fine oh boy. and then I was like well it's it hurts it's weird and every time I laid on my chest it felt I was like I was laying on a baseball it was wild wow. and then I finally went and got a second opinion and they were like oh we're going to surgery in a day so yeah. that was great I mean my, my it was I mean it, it was scary it was my first surgery and suddenly was like somebody was like well you're in an emergency kind of situation right now but that's that's how they figured this out and so now I have just one remaining ovary and I don't have any children. So I was like, I, how do I, what am I going to do? So this is, this is, all of this is to try and see if I can have a kid. And ho- I mean, hopefully I'm not in a place right now where I want to, but you know, in the future, I'd like to have that option still. I didn't even realize it was in danger. It, it isn't really from the one ovary. It, it more is if the, as you get older with endometriosis. 
Like you want to get you want to mm-hmm. get your fertility mm-hmm. going relatively young if you have endometriosis if you can. It's not that big a deal, yeah. but it's something to think about. Yeah. Now, Tina, can I suggest the opposite of the uh, <laughs> advice that I Uh-oh. gave Wyatt? Uh-oh. Um, if it's only when you're turned <laughs> on. <laughs> Why don't you just bang uggos? You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of very homely, awful men in the state of Wyoming. You're kind of in Mecca and you're looking for a place to pray. Uh, yeah, just if it's a matter of being I turned on. Yeah. Oh my. So you, you resolve the the congestion as you're saying. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So. Well, I, that is an interesting question. Listen, if you, I do the Lord's work as little as I can, but I'm just one person, man. I understand. <laughs> and, and, yeah. Hey, Tina, let me ask you. And trust me, I don't want a mess baby here. I'm I'm trying to have I'm trying to have one of those other those outward babies in a different state, maybe. I'm trying to get out of here. Good times. Good times. Uh, are you <laughs> Tina this is, but but Sam does bring up you an know interesting, what I'm talking about. Sam bring, does bring up an interesting question. Does he? Yes, he does. Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> Which is, do, does this resolve after <laughs> orgasm? Is it quickly resolved at the point of orgasm? Or have you, try, um, have you tried that yet? Yeah, when, I, when I'm by myself, no, but otherwise, mm. yes. And I don't, that, I, don't, I don't know if that's helpful at all. But and, and does it peak? It's not like I'm like shoving it, a hammer up there or no, anything. I but like, no yeah, one accused you of that. No, maybe Sam, but, um, <laughs> but, but is you, as, the arousal, <laughs> as the arousal peaks, does the pain get worse? Mm, yeah. Okay. And and then yeah, it resolves definitely. quickly after orgasm, or does it take a while? After with somebody else, yeah, for sure. But and I don't know if it's just because like there uh, there's other things to concentrate when I'm with somebody else. But, I see. And it'll go away like afterwards, but like not as soon as I like. Got it. Come, you know Got what it. I mean? Like, well, that not, makes sense. Right Again, away. the 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 fluid, and the lymphatics, and the blood flow has to settle down. It takes time for that. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Thanks, Tina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, thank you guys. Have a great day. You got it. You too, Tina. The the, uh, the happy endometriosis patient. <laughs> yeah, it's very rare. Uh, look, <laughs> well, like if you had endometriosis, you wouldn't be happy either. No, no. Uh, here's another orgasm. Question. I wouldn't be happy if I had a uterus. <laughs> that's probably that's probably a reasonable assessment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, as a 40 plus multi orgasmic 31 year old female that wants kids, I have a question. A couple questions. Do multi-orgasmic women tend to have a natural birth with more ease due to being more easily stimulated? Not that I know of. Interesting question. Do you, your, your mouth is open. What's your, what's your incredulity about? Uh, the fact that she can orgasm that many times? Yeah. The world's so big and I'm so small in it, doctor. <laughs> so I'm always this is a learning. version of the female. This is a version. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my thinking is that uh, that may make, uh, that they kind of make a little slip and slide for the baby of Norbert. Uh no, I, I don't know that that's true. Um, the concern I have is I will fuck up my vagina and lose my orgasms if I have a vaginal uh, delivery. Is there a higher likelihood of being able to keep that quality with a C-section? I see. Uh, even if the C-section, you can lose your pussy. You can get a loser pussy. Can you multiply? What the hell? P- I, what? Yeah, go ahead. Read it. I'm going to read exactly as it's written. <laughs> even if the C-section... Even with the C-section, you can get a loser pussy. Looser, right? Looser. Yeah. Can your multiple orgasms still be affected? I see what she's saying. So, yes, pregnancy itself kind of distorts the architecture everywhere. <laughs> uh, but certainly having a vaginal delivery makes things worse. And I have spoken to women who have gone from multi-orgasmic to much less so. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to women who have gone the other direction. Yeah. That were a one-timer and then suddenly could do more. It really freaks out the whole scene down it there. It does freak the yeah, whole scene out. It's a real fair in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It's exactly the way I think about Fadula's deliveries. <laughs> yes. Ferret in the dishwasher. Now, what about the husband stitch, doctor? Stitch? Yeah. Oh, getting a vasectomy, you mean? No, no, the one where they make the pussy tighter. With oh, the husband stitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's after vaginal deliveries, right, typically. Yeah. And you, that is... Um, you can fuck things up that way. You can get stricturing and pain and stuff. Yeah, you, you want can to also you want to, keep your husband that way. No, no. You want to get normal anatomy. You want to get the normal anatomy back. And and everyone, you know, sort of loses a certain amount of. The, the, there's so much stretching down by the base there yeah. anyway. So your my husband's fine. Listen, when women come in for vaginal rejuvenation procedures, uh-huh. I've never seen one where it was the husband motivating the procedure. Yeah, yeah. It's always yeah. They're so narcissistic. These women. Well, they see pictures. They see yeah. and they want. I want to look like that. Yeah. So it's like, and I don't look like that anymore. It's like okay. Have you ever? Have someone ever came in and you're like. It's good you came in. You immediately put the gloves on. You're like, this is totally fucked down here, lady. <laughs> it's like a Gaudi painting. <laughs> Somebody put an M80 up here? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Woo. Oh, Maybe, um, we have so many good calls. I'm sorry, guys. I'm watching your calls, everybody. Uh, oh, this is interesting. Let's try this. This is Paulina from Austin. Paulina? There you are. Hi. Hey there. Yes, hi. Hi. Dr. Drew. Hey. How's... <laughs> What's going on? How's it going? You're on with Sam Talent. Okay. And me. It's, a, it's a pleasure, Paulina. Hi, Sam. Pleasure's mine. <laughs> um, so I have uh, a question, I guess. Um, so a couple of months ago, um, I was having this discussion with my therapist how... Um, I just had a guy that I was messing around with, but pretty much I was, you know, uh, in better words, I uh, using him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he when you just, say messing uh, around, you mean sex? Yes, me, not like pillow fights. <laughs> Wait, p- not pillow uh, fights. Yeah. What, what was the last thing, Pauline? I'm sorry, I missed it. Um, I, well, you know, just to uh, you know, have a friend with benefits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I didn't really like the guy. Um, but I, I guess the guy started having feelings, and my therapist he suggested maybe I should um, uh, try uh, toys mm-hmm. to you know just masturbate. RC cars, Funko like bats. Maybe I was using sex as a coping mechanism. Or other things like pretty much having a getting a a high. Yeah, using um, using it like a drug. So like, yeah. So I try to do that. Uh, I mean, I I did do that for a couple months, and it, it it's been great to be honest. The orgasms that I that I have are something I've never had before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I mean I do orgasms when I'm with with men, um, but not to that to that extent um so uh, i stopped um messing messing around with the guy that i I was with but now i'm with somebody else and it's very hard for me to orgasm now because you're you're sort of dependent on the machinery you're dependent on the vibrator no i haven't used it um since i started seeing this guy it's just it's very hard for me to orgasm like i used to so a couple things. Uh, do you want to say anything to her? You know, usually when a woman talks that slowly about sex, I'm rock hard. But <laughs> yeah, not right now. Yeah. No, we're, we're trying to help Paulina. Yes, we are. Uh, and 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 Paulina, you there. You have a quality in your voice that any picked up on that 
I, the last time somebody called in when he picked it up, he was correct. But to, I have the same on the fence feeling about this one as I did the other one too. To, to be fair, in, towards the end, I started to second okay, guess. Okay, yeah, and she yeah, gave yeah. us some information here too. So, yeah. um, but when you were the question was, are you are you having orgasms with intercourse with your first partner or with the one you were told? Oh to, yeah, yeah. We oh have, yes. We, Usually, I mean, I know what to do to have an orgasm. Do you like, have multiple orgasms? That's not an issue. Yeah, I do. So it's that sort of person. And and, and then you started using a, a vibrator, is that correct? Yes. And do you think you desensitized yourself with that? I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying um, I'm trying to understand ex- I really hope not. I'm trying to understand what you're complaining about now. You you're saying it's harder to orgasm. Oh, yeah. You've you've sort of switched your focus yeah. onto more clitorally focused orgasm, right? You're giving direct stimulation. And that gave you more intense orgasms, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Way He's... more intense orgasms. Okay. Um, it's not, it just, it sucks because, like, I don't want to use the toy all the time. Like, I want to have an orgasm with my partner. And I do. It's just, it's not as intense as it used to be. And it's kind of like, not blah, but. Paulina, can I ask you um, something? Is uh is your partner yeah, making sure. you feel a certain type of way about mm. not being able to make you a climax? Are you feeling outside pressure from them? No, okay. not at all. Okay, okay. good. Because well, guys do that. Guys, oh, yeah. that's a great question. And it's always their fault. Don't forget, Polly. <laughs> it usually is. Oh, what? for sure. No, <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't being facetious. <laughs> it's rarely the female partner. Yeah, they uh, want to come with, real bad. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, the, yeah, the yeah. there there are sort of two simple answers here. One is to get more, you know, at ease with this partner, more communication skills, more more sort of rapport, and figure out what's going to make things work, and or bring the vibrator into the bedroom. Incorporate, yeah. Which he'll be delighted. Most guys are delighted when that comes along. It really takes the pressure off, Doc. <laughs> yeah, you're like Dick, clock out. I won't be needing you well, today. Is, yeah. We, I tried to use a vibrator, but he gets too excited. Oh, he comes too fast. Ah, um, well, see, this yes. is, but this is all not too fast. I'm like, hold on, give me a second. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. But so this is all. How long you guys been dating? Uh, a couple months. Yeah, uh, this is all new relationship yeah. stuff. Give, give it a, give it a break, play. You're, you're on the road to something interesting here. You're figuring it out. Yeah, you're, you're building and growing. Yeah, well, we 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 sign off. We, yeah, we give yeah. you we approve of the direction you're going. I, I don't know if the therapist still thinks you're, you know, using sex as a you know emotional regulator, but it certainly sounds like at least you're trying to work out this relationship. But yeah. I, I would say keep keep going, Paulina. Have them use those thumbs too. The thumbs don't get used enough. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you can really do some cool stuff. Oh, Sam yeah. Talent with the thumbs. I'm an innovator. I've been with my wife for 11 years, and she proposed to me. So oh, some things are going something correct. More, something about them thumbs. Yeah, <laughs> I've been hitchhiking, which I think is an indictment more of my penile size when the thumb does the job. But either way. Sus, no. gentlemen, sus. I have a fine one, guys. So let's. Uh, <laughs> it's five soft, three hard. <laughs> wow. It blows up like a toad's throat. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> I'm looking at these calls here. We got a bunch of them. Michael from Iowa. And then we're going to go to some, some uh, I'm going to go to some videos after this, after this call. Michael, what's going on? 
Whoop, he's gone. Let's All go right. to videos. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. He was asking about type 1 diabetes and uh, ejaculate volume. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if your diabetes are out of control, it can affect everything. I mean, it can make sense to me they would affect that also. But I know of no direct re- you know, sort of reproducible association. More there. celery, more zinc. And more control of the blood sugar in the tight zone, you know, 80 to 100, 120 at most. And uh, it's just, it's a sign of overall, you know, your diabetes is under control, I'd say. Yeah. All right. I so, agree. I concur, doctor. So, uh, any luck with Potter? Uh, I tried hitting him up, and uh, he uh, he's not available. I need to see how his wound's doing, too. I haven't had a follow-up in like a year on that thing. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know anything. I'm sure it's just how you left it. Oh, maybe I should text him, too. He probably pawned his phone to place another bet on the WNBA. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're talking about Josh Potter. Correct? Yes, we're talking yeah, about yeah, Josh yeah. Potter. I love Josh. He's the best. Mm-hmm. I'm going to text him, too. But Bookies hate him. Really? Oh, yeah. He does he, quite well in the sports book. Oh, no shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How interesting. I hope I'm not know. airing any laundry here, but yes, I, uh, I admire his acumen for gambling. All right. While we're waiting on Mr. Potter, let's do some TikToks. Yeah, I got some fun ones for you. Okay. Also, there's some medical ones, too. Pronoun check. Uh-oh. I recently changed my pronouns to they, she, and he. I like those used interchangeably. What are your pronouns? Okay. Use them interchangeably. Yep. On to the next one. <laughs> but I mean, do so I have an update for everybody huh. about um, my eyes because, you know, a lot of people have been saying, like, you uh. know, why would you worry about the eyes, whatever. Why would you so worry about that? So I talked to the doctor and um, it was great. You know, he told me all the, the risks and complications that could come. Um, so we are going to start doing my eyes. Um, <sighs> she means tattooing I'm like the really eyes. I'm really excited about it and nervous Ugh. all at the same time. We're moving. Um, so middle of February, I'll probably be going to get my eyes done they're gonna start around the orbital bone so like all around here where the bone is and they said that they're gonna try and like pull the eyelid up as much as they can to get as much as the black as they can um i will be getting ocular shields but there's a lot of complications that could come along with the ocular shields no shit um Jesus. So the doctor explained to me that with the ocular shield, it, you know, covers your eye. But if that laser doesn't hit the shield and it like gets in between the laser bone and the shield and hits the back of the eye. All right. It's complicated. There's another three minutes of this. Oh, oh my God. God. Is I, that what Wyatt from Dallas is thinking of when he's not coming? <laughs> is, the, is this woman's plight? But she, she wants to become a skull, right? Isn't that what she's trying to become? A, a skull, yes. Playing the desert. Like Dia de la Muerte or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> She's appropriating that culture to this degree. <laughs> yeah. She's pretty white to be doing that. White suck. <laughs> and, and so she wants to make the white of her eyes uh, black. And you know, the white part can dissolve. Yeah. I mean, it can really be a disaster. Yeah. It turns out your eyes are quite fragile, well, doctor. It turns out putting needles in your eyes not something you should have a tattoo artist doing, Ugh. let alone hopefully anybody else. That artist should not agree to this. 
I think she wants Wait, them removed. Yeah, yeah. She's trying to get the eye make the or the eye tattoo removed. Oh, that you saw. Yeah. oh, yeah. that's why the laser stuff. I yeah. see. Oh, it sounded like she was trying to get the black in the yes. eyeball, which I've seen people do also. Uh-huh. So she wants the laser for tattoo removal because the eyelid. Oh my oy god. Oy vey. Yeah. Oy vey. Yes. Uh, oy vey. Ugh. Oh, poor thing. Now yeah. I feel bad. Yeah, how dare we? Yeah, no, we you know were what? judging. We're so ju- no bad on you, Sam. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the heat on that one. We were one. judging. We were judging that poor woman. She just needed a little <laughs> laser tattoo removal. Yeah. Well, she, she had a moment of clarity. And we're, she we're clearly did. Yeah. Well, that's you know that's what people get, right? They all of a sudden go, "What the hell am I doing to myself?" And they go, "I'm gonna get rid of this." Yeah. And uh, so, okay. Uh oh, Potter. Yeah. Oh, right. the queue. He's in the queue. Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The pot man. Oh yeah. There Here we go. Oh. Josh. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for calling, my friend. You're on with Sam Talent. Potter, what's up, you bookie beater? How are you? What's up, Sam? Good to hear from you, dog. I heard you you don't come quick. Good to hear from No. So. No, it takes a long time. Oh, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> oh, no. Sam, Sam is... Uh, <laughs> Judging by his, his envy towards those who delay... He and my must, use of thumbs. And <laughs> use of thumbs. He must be a little bit quick at the draw. No, never. But, <laughs> but, but Josh, here, a couple things. How's your wound? Oh, it, that's good. It's done, right? Haven't even thought about it. Haven't okay. even thought about it. Good. Months. Good. And no recurrences anywhere else? No neck bullshit or anything like that? Nothing. Everything is free and clear. Good. Where was this wound? He had a pilonidal cyst. I have one of those well, at, the, at the top of the butt crack. Yes. Yeah, I'm going in uh, April 18th to get it looked at. See, you and Sam were separated at birth, oh, Josh. Oh, good luck to you. <laughs> Did they have to scrape you out? Oh, dude. Oh, they no. Had scrape, oh. They had to clean me out. It was a mess. Dude, when it pops, it smells like an abattoir. It's like a fire at the puppy mill. <laughs> it's truly horrible, doctor. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Doctor? It's terrible. <laughs> so so Josh let his go for quite some time. Oh no. And I got concerned and so we drained it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, and um and I at the time of that evaluation, I mean, I realized I would put a Q tip in, a Q tip that was about this long, most of it went in. No way. And so he had it all the way up his spine. Yeah. And uh so fast forward another Eight months. Of course. He finally saw a surgeon yeah. and uh, then had it definitively taken My care. wife wheezes the juice out of mine, to quote the great Pauly Shore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Josh, we are not calling to talk about... Yeah, I wish I had a wife uh, for that uh, instance, but no, I uh, I had to you know, go through the whole surgery, the recovery. Oh, yeah. uh, it healed. And then uh, I, the, the first time I had sex... Ever. Uh, after that... I bled everywhere no. in the any uh, Chicago condo. So hopefully they replaced the. <laughs> that's a, God damn it, Josh! That, that's a turn on. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so that's my, not the worst thing to happen in that condo. And so yeah, and then you told us the story about how you reacted the first time you actually saw the wound oh. after surgery. Oh. Oh yeah, I almost fainted. Just Dude, has did yours ever pop on an airplane and then you just have to apologize for three and a half hours? <laughs> I would, uh, if it did, I would just go. I would leave and you be just, like, hey, who the hell is sitting in A7A? Uh, you only fly Southwest so you can bail on your cis chair. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Josh, what's coming up for you? Do some plugs, then I have another question. 
Maybe you plug oh, that well, wound uh, on your spine. I'm going to be out on the road. I don't know when this uh, airs, but um, is there a website? I'm be all over the place. Website. Yeah, go to my Instagram, Josh underscore Potter. Click the link in there. You've got all the dates up on there. But uh, the Josh Potter Show comes out every Wednesday. And I would say, you know, I, I wish, you know, grass is always greener when it comes to uh, ejaculating. <laughs> I would love to just come immediately. That would be the best, mm-hmm. I think. But, hey, Josh, you know, read the room. I've heard from others that yeah. they think, you know, my situation. <laughs> right. So so we had a guy named Wyatt. Wasn't Wyatt the Yeah, guy? yeah. And, uh, and. Sam, first of all, was jealous. Not uh, jealous. Come on. Uh, just sort of putting a positive spin on this, yeah, on this exactly. attribute. Yeah, exactly. And, and, <laughs> and, but he was upset. And I said, you know, I, I told him what I told you a long time ago, which is you got to kind of work it out with a partner. And my recollection was, last time I talked to you about this, you had done so, but I didn't really know what you had done. So I'm wondering if you could well, tell there was us. A couple of, yeah. There was a couple of different methods i've learned all right uh, i got a blow job which was nice and uh i was doing breath work during the blow job nice and that helped me and i came from that and then uh eventually i was like in a i'll, I'll call it an entanglement more than a relationship <laughs> and i gained what are you chaucer uh, some trust <laughs> with the woman and i came into her uh and then she broke my heart so i am Wondering how I'll be on the next go around. Maybe it's because you described it as coming into her. I know. <laughs> it caught terrific. my ear too, Mister <laughs> Mister Chaucer. <laughs> and so uh, I like I like having a writer next to me, concluding so <laughs> it on the language. Yeah. But but I, I'm a little confused about the breath work. What does that mean exactly? What did where did you get? Is you Wim Hof breath work or yoga breath work? What were you doing? I was you know just doing. Now, I don't know what the proper terminology is, but, you know, I was like, I can feel the blowjob in my toes. I can feel it in my knees. You know, I was like working through all hypnosis, the, sort yeah. of hypnosis, self, self, self hypnosis kind of thing. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Where'd you learn that? Therapy. Good. Okay. All right. Well, so again, it is, is, is it correct? Is it your experience as someone with managing this? That it is good to work it out with a partner. That's sort of the key thing. And the other thing is to relax, it sounds like, and to find sort of relaxational techniques and then, uh, what, care, you know, really part, get the partner to participate? Mm-hmm. I find that the key, too, is uh, being present. And that's interesting. Uh, that is, that's the whole thing. Cause I, and I don't know why I do this, but I, sometimes I find myself off someplace else. Got it. Well, you have a romantic heart. Or I'm thinking about... Know? Not even like uh, off someplace else, but like I'm more thinking like, um, what are the implications of this sex? Does Whoa. that make sense? Like yeah, you're you worried that, you're gonna like, am I gonna am I gonna be in a relationship now? Am I gonna run away? Am I gonna hurt this person? That kind of thing. Those things, yeah. And do you have to have like quiet, like no television or anything going you where you can focus? Uh, I don't really know about that. I think the television has been on. I don't really care yeah. about that. Yeah, he's got to see if you the know. pats are going to cover. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, That'll and, help me come hard. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. That makes him come. Yeah. And, and so I, I, I learned from Sam. I did not know this about you and your, uh, your ability to sports book. Oh, I love it. You, I mean, I, I talked about that a little bit with you because you asked me if I 
had a gambling problem at one point, and I, I don't call it a problem. It's not a problem when you're uh, padding your wallet like you are, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that's right, baby. We, yeah. uh, Sam witnessed one of my best gambling days of my did, life. Yes. I mean, he was present for, I was like a beautiful mind. I could see the whole board. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I always knew Potter was some, a savant of some type. Yeah. An idiot savant <laughs> is what I thought. Keep that mind and use it for good. Yeah. All right, Josh. I I'm really get Jets plus two eighty tattooed to my body. I mean, that was like one of the best pulls. I got. I, w- I won Adam Egan a bunch of money that day. Yeah, not me though. Thanks, Josh. Now, Doctor, is it your clinical experience well, hey. that only losers like the Buffalo Bills? <laughs> well, somebody who doesn't mind losing, <laughs> uh, or has a history of uh, losing. Next time for you got to ride with Daddy over here. That's all. I will be riding with you. You should ride on my back like a piggyback. <laughs> It'll be like Freak the Mighty. <laughs> Good to hear from you, Josh. You're the man. Yeah, Josh, I, I really appreciate you calling. We just wanted to try to get this guy some some firsthand you know, experience since he was so desperate. No one fills eight minutes like Josh Potter. Love you both. Uh, let me know when you're in L.A. All right, my friend. All right, man. Talk soon. See you. Talk to you later. All right, bye. The great Josh Potter, everybody. Oh, I feel like I cleansed my palate talking to him. Yeah, he's yeah. a sweet man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We did have a little experience together when I had to do that wound. Yeah, that bring that trauma bonding. A trauma bonding like in a foxhole. The Nadav was my nurse. We can't really show that anymore, can we? The uh, yeah. Stills of it or anything? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Did it reek, doctor? Oh, of course. Yeah, it's the worst yeah. smell in the world. Of course, it, it's put, it's called putrefaction. Yes, it is. And mm-hmm. uh, it's also the band that Josh was in in college. It wasn't yours? Not your band? No, it sounds like no, a punk band. No. Uh, oh yeah. So we did a house call and we. Wound checked him and stuff because he wouldn't do anything about of this. Of course not. Look at this. This was his. You see it? Oh god, and that ha- mine does not look. That. Oh, his yeah. is higher up than mine. Mine's he, right at the crack of my tail. And he has, uh, he had it for a long time. Wouldn't do anything about it. And so I put that. And we opened it up and put some gauze in there. This is stuff. like the comedian's disease. It used to be gout. Now it's this. This is a pretty common thing. And if yeah. you've got a lot of hair back there, that you know, pilonidal cyst is the the Latin for nest of hair. Yeah. And so I know my wife won't shut up about it. Let me tell you. Uh, oh, she because she. Uh, so we just packed it and, oh and tried to let it go God. for a while because he was not going to go get surgery. He didn't have insurance yet. And look at Davov. Look at Davov. <laughs> Why is he in so much pain? Because I didn't fully anesthetize the area. Well, that was nice of you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I did a bad job. <laughs> yeah. Because the next time, next time I really put a bunch of stuff in there. I didn't expect it to need that much stuff. Oh, so. my God. Poor From this guy. thing, it looks like you're fucking him in the ass, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough. Enough of poor Joshy. Uh, has he still look got his hair shaved so close like that? Oh, look at Nadav. That's the funniest part. It's, I think Nadav's face. Nadav's like, shto. <laughs> <laughs> You recover from that, Nadav? Uh, I mean, what, I feel pretty thankful in that I never got to smell it, which was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, for that me, was cool. it sounds like it smells like, uh, what'd you say, a puppy mill on fire? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. It's It really ruins the mood because sometimes it'll pop during intercourse. Oh. When you're really getting in there. Are, you, are they going to do an excision on you or are they going to open it up? Do you know what the plan is or no? They, my, they're just going to take a look at it. <laughs> I oh, think they're going to get an old priest and a young priest and light some sage. <laughs> it's going to be an exercise. But you don't have a surgery scheduled. No, yet. I have no. A, uh, a preliminary. An evaluation. An evaluation, yeah. Yeah, you need to take care of this stuff. And, 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 That's enough out of you, Doc. Let's take another <laughs> call. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not going to be like his. But you can get like his if you're not careful. It just keeps going. So. I know. But I'm just lucky that my wife does pay attention to it and she Yes, she you got to Weep it, physician. Yeah. We shall weep it. Yeah, uh, and dude, we'll be hanging out, and she'll be like, 
is your cyst active? Oh, <laughs> she no. hits me with that sometimes. And oh, I'll be like, gosh. no, I just reek other parts of my body. Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, my gosh. This is so... Okay. Okay. Let's try a simple one. This is Alex. This is a pretty straightforward question. Alex, what's going on, buddy? You're here with uh, Sam Talent. Hey there. Hey there. Um, thanks for having me on. You bet. So, basically, I'm 24 years old and uh, kind of just as this last summer was ending, uh, I was going through a stressful time of just getting my first job out of college and corporate and, you know, college girlfriend breakup and all that and mm -hmm. um, really started to notice my hairline starting to recede and I think for anybody in their early 20s, is you know, immediately had a self-conscious sure. sort of depression, anxiety spiral for a few months. Okay. So I hopped on um, Rogaine and uh, Propecia, uh, uh, or also known as Finasteride, and mm -hmm. uh, still on the Rogaine. But with the Propecia, um, you know, I started to get some side effects down south. <laughs> what happened? And um, I was just, I was, you know, um, kind of issues with getting erections in terms don't of be like, coy alex um, tell us <laughs> how about your did was your libido down well, for, libido down also uh yeah definitely that and i mean i could it, i could still make it happen but i was definitely putting in more work hitting the sandbag a bit more um <laughs> and yeah so I, and my in the speed bag my question was um yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's a term that's even out there. Well, we like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we dig it. So, so here's the deal, Alex. Um, that's, un I mean, that's unfortunate because it is a medicine that does work very well for balding, prevent balding, but it does have the potential, particularly of knocking libido down. And if libido goes down far enough, of course, erectile function gets in the mix as well, not uncommonly. And some people, and I've seen estimates as high as ten percent, maybe even a little higher have permanent reduction in their libido. So all my patients on Propecia, when that data came out about, shit, it must be 10 years ago now, I called them all and said, are you sure you want to stay on this stuff? And some of them were having no side effects and wanted to continue Yep. Uh, in spite of the risk. And also, Alex, you're probably tying your idea of your own virility to your hair, but it sucks that you're having the negative side effect of your actual virility being uh, Well, you know, and these encumbered. days, the, you... <laughs> No hair is sort of... No one cares, brother. No one cares. No it, one cares, It bro. is sort of a, maybe kind of a more viral, viral kind of thing than hair yeah, itself. Hair, for sure. Hair almost... Everyone, look, my hair's so short, it's almost like I'm bald anyway. Oh, yeah. It's going over again. Short hair, shorter, shorter. And I just want to fuck you, Dr. Drew. <laughs> I could feel it the whole day. All day yeah. long, Sam. It's been coming. Alex, uh, I know you're a young man, and there's obviously a lot of uh, ideas that you have that feel uh, sacrosanct, but I will say that uh, you don't really need hair to get it in, brother. So let and, that go. And, and if you you want to keep using the Rogaine, no harm, no foul. No, no, yeah. I disagree. Uh, get off of it. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you can, if he doesn't want to fully embrace, which yeah, yeah. I'm all for, mm -hmm. and he wants to try to do something, there is no harm in doing the Rogaine. Let's put right. It that way, but don't so. you have to be on these medicines forever? Yep, forever. Yeah. Yep. That's it. All right, Alex, hang in there, my friend. You'll be great. Don't worry about it. So you live in the perfect time. If you lived in 1973, you would have to have hair. Yeah. Have you looked at some of the bullshit television? 1973. <laughs> it was like I, Telly Savalas was the only one. <laughs> and how he got away with it, I still don't know. Because in, 19, in the mid to late 70s, you had to have hair, if you were a male, yeah. that covered your ears. Mm -hmm. If you go look at Captain Steubing on the love boat, he <laughs> yeah. has a tiny rim of hair that they blow dry over his fucking ears. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. <laughs> he, he, she, he's going to get a picture of Captain Stewart yeah. out there. Captain Love Boat. 
Uh, and it's it is when you really start to pay attention. I remember it, mm-hmm. and uh, it used to come up with Corolla a lot because he had sort of nappy hair, and uh, <laughs> he could not get much done with it. See the yeah, the, look at that. Yeah, look at those even, tufts. It even got more. Let's even get some uh, some actually with the hat off stuff going on. There he is. Then today. you really see it. Yeah, you can, oh, there it is. Look over the ear. Yep. Tiny rim of hair. Got to pull it over the ear, and then blow dry it over the ear. Yep. That, that's not him, I don't think. We've Gavin really McLeod. evolved. Yes, we have. And you're allowed to be bald now. You're allowed to have whatever hair you want. And uh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's how it should be. We've so. come so far. Yes. You know, yes, people always say America is re- receding, you know. Well, we have problems, but 70s did suck. And this is just more, further evidence of that as far yes. as I'm concerned. The style sucked so badly. All right, give me some TikToks here. We got, we got down a road here, away from our TikTok friends. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Oh, here he is. One of those days, I things just didn't seem to go right today. Everything was a nightmare. Is he on the toilet? And a lot of Looks headaches like and headaches. little fires I had to put out, but nothing really worked my way. Well, the workout. That's it? Yeah. He gets cut off in the middle? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this guy is becoming a, a regular cool guy, but he does not belong on the walls in the other room at your mom's house. I mean, not yet. No, I don't think this guy's ever going to. No. Give it time. Really? Yeah. He's going to have to go very south on us. Uh-huh. Oh, does he? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, he just, you know, this is, you know, it's one of the rare times where we have a cool guy that's still alive. So who knows how this story He <laughs> is a cool guy, but he doesn't have the TikTok eye, really, and the teeth are kind of intact. I don't know. Yeah, he needs to start talking about white genocide or else he's out. Ooh, that's that's a whole road we rarely go down on this in this platform, but okay. <laughs> I'm not and I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> I'm just saying it needs to be inflammatory or like have an eye patch. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Oh my goodness. Whoa. What are we looking at? Whoa. What is it? That sounds like Josh Potter when he's alone. Yes. What? What are they doing? In all my years, just give, giving him a really cool massage. The guy looks like a, a wax figure. I went, yes. At first, I thought they were like putting together some sort of wax head. It's like I, he's wearing a mask of his own face. Yes, <laughs> yes. I don't yeah, like he just, that. He's just really wet. All right, on to the next one. All right. I was blind from birth until just a few years ago, oh. and I'm answering some questions. Oh, so Why is my husband so ugly? When I got my eyesight, um, I have to actually say I did what I looked like. I had no idea what I looked like. So I would go into stores with those mirrors on the wall and I saw myself and I actually said hello to myself because I thought I was a different person. And like I had a complete identity crisis because I, it's a little weird when you can't recognize yourself, right? It's, it's, it's kind of a little disturbing. Like everything you knew about yourself is wrong. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's a great question. Um, anyway, keep the questions coming in the comments, and I will answer them as soon as I can. I want to talk to that chick. Me Seriously, too. yeah, she sounds so interesting. That I told you, I've spoken to a guy that had vision restorative since six months of age, and it's, it's just so fascinating to me. It's it's an insight into how the brain and the mind work. Uh, it's like when the cochlear implants get put in. Same. You, hear them, you see them here for the first time. Yeah. And I start crying every damn time, doctor. It's it's touching. Yeah. Uh, but if we can, if there's any kind of connection we can get here, bring me more of that or get to connect, maybe talk to her or something. Yeah, we'll some, some more blind stuff. Yeah. yeah. Maybe lower the camera a little too. Yeah, I get a better. Well, she hadn't been able to see. You know, right. She doesn't yeah. really understand that stuff yet. <laughs> Just because she can't see, I, w- I would like to. <laughs> you know? Here's another fun one. 
I'm married to a Filipina, and this is uh, a rebuttal <laughs> to a lot of the videos going around. Uh, American women <laughs> complaining that uh, men are going overseas to find themselves uh, uh, a, a poor, <laughs> uneducated slave of a wife. And uh, I just want to tell you, it's not like that at all. It's even better. I've been married to my Filipina for four my years Filipina. now. <laughs> yeah. my, my, my. Each other She's no slave. <laughs> She's just property. Years. I've been going to the Philippines for, for many years. Uh, I didn't go to find myself a wife. I went to Was there sex trafficking? It's an absolutely beautiful country. <laughs> and the first thing you realize when you get off the plane is how great the people are. Mm. These are people coming from an undeveloped or developing country. Yeah, they're very easy to exploit. <laughs> it's uh, hard to come by there. But yet, they're super happy because well, they have friends and family. And that's the core well, of, of course, their culture of course. is relationships with people that yes, they love. of course. So in turn, they're very kind. They're very caring. They'll do anything uh, for money. They're very affectionate. And they're super, super loyal. Um, Unlike you bitches. <laughs> Unlike you trifling hoes. <laughs> Fall in love and wow. get married with one. That's it. There's okay, I got enough. That's enough. Yeah, okay. there's another two minutes. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather go back to the eyeball lasers <laughs> than this guy. Ooh, I actually have a, another fun one. Uh -oh. Based on that. oh, that's tattooing. No, that's not laser removal. I can't tell what they're doing. I think they're just doing full black cover-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of what, though? Uh, most likely a swastika, sir. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Looks like a wound or something. Maybe they're trying to cover up. Oh, no, God. no, I think it's you're just covering up. The swastika. Old tattoos. Okay. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, when yeah. in doubt, it's a swastika. Yeah, well, I, I, Sam is <laughs> Sam's on point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so okay. Uh, so back to that guy. Do you watch Ninety Day Fiance? Yes, sir. It's such a. I, I'm so guilty, so ashamed that I watched that show. Yeah. But it's to me, it's this. It's the sign of the apocalypse. The sign that COVID was difficult. I got hooked on that show. It's but, one of the seven seals. But, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the Bible missed them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you look at it from like an anthropological perspective, you can feel less guilty. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. I, and a, or a cultural. You have to intellectualize of, it. Yes. Instead of just being I feel like, much better. These people are sad. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. But, and some of them, some of them really do work out. And then it's interesting to see the cultural tension, the, mm -hmm. both the denial on the American part, and then the sort of lack of feeling understood or perceived yeah. properly by the by the other cultures. They have to lie to themselves when they go over there and they have to say that I found love and this is valid and legitimate. It, right, even I, though it rarely ever is. Yeah, it's it's an idealizing as much as lying. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's a certain personality style that, that does that narcissist. Anyway, yeah. uh, but yes. be, be that as it may, uh, it does kind of work out sometimes for them and, that, and that's great and it's fun to watch that. I bring it up only in the context of that particular thing, yeah. which is that there is this whole population of men that are not doing well on dating sites. Correct. And they are not having doing well at all. They and the plus and their the employment situation is all fucked up right mm -hmm. now. The economy is questionable. Yeah. And they're turning to other countries. Yeah. And and they seem to have success. They seem to like it. I don't know, man. It feels like carpet bagging. It feels well, that's like war what I was going to ask. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Is is it? You you joked about it, but I'm wondering: is it exploitative to do that? I think that there's a lot of quid pro quo involved, mm -hmm. and that if you do go to a developing or third world country, and that woman finds a way out. I'm happy for her. Yeah. You know, if you're well, going to dupe it, what, some what round face rube in America. But what if it's, uh, some of them were French and some of them were Eastern European. Yeah, but they're like Sierra Leonean. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if they're coming from Paris and marrying some bulbous American wad. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I just, I never feel like so, it's actually legitimate. So it's, so you, you're zeroing in on the desperation. Yes. Right? Well, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's just another symptom of capitalism, Dr. Drew, you know, but I know you're an anarchist. Well, <laughs> anti-status maybe. And, 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 but the same, but sometimes it does work out, right? I mean, so you've seen some of these that work out, seem to be working out rather well. Yeah. But it does feel like in those instances, the uh, person who found the non-American is typically uh, compromised mentally. I feel like they are nah, not. I don't know. I've seen some. Of the, it's a, I, I would say younger tends to be more likely to work out. Well, and also if you're more attractive, it tends to work out as well. The both of them, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah. it's, in other words, they're not. Neither of them are working from a state of desperation necessarily. Though there may be some economic motivation. Yes. It's not. It's not desperation. I don't think that it is across the board a hopeless situation. And it's just there an are interesting some outliers. It's an interesting thing just to think about. Oh and, yeah. And then. And this and this guy just sort of raised all that stuff. But Sam, our time is up. Okay, well, I had and a pleasure. It, it has great. been really fun. Thanks, and man. And I'm so glad you knew Josh and that we yeah. could share our time with Josh together. Yeah. And uh, you've definitely added to the uh, program. I appreciate oh, you, you being sir. the Gainsburger so I could deliver the pill I appreciate a little it. bit. And you did some good good pill work yourself. So. Thank you, doctor. So your, your, your wife has done a good job in educating you. She really has. Along from your punk heritage. Yeah. When so, I met her in Philippines, I was like, this is going to work <laughs> out. She's my Filipina. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, where should we send people? Waiting for Death to Claim Us, a comedy special on Amazon. Yeah, buy uh, my book. Uh, Running the Light, that one? Yeah. Yeah, buy the book. SamTalent.com, T-A-L-L-E-N-T, -L -L -E and you can follow at SamTalent on Instagram. There you go. And my podcast, that Chubby Behemoth, which I always forget. I did it, forgot to promote it on Rogan yesterday. So There it is. Done. Here we are. A done. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.